Uh, this is a special message. We have opened up a walking the room forum just for cuddlers, just for our customers, and no one else. So that means you can post without worrying about your family members on Facebook seeing how horrible you are and seeing how horrible your friends are. The fellow cuddlers, you're, you don't act well. So basically, we've segregated you on the internet to a dirty, your own dirty, filthy internet closet. It's called the Hot Dog Thunderdome. Go to walkingtheroom.com, and you can link to it there, and join up, and join the misery. It's pretty scary in there. How did we used to start? Welcome to Walking the Room with Greg Barrett and Dave Anthony! Ow! That is how we used That's to do it. That's how we used to do it, bro. We used what to happened? fucking because we used to be good at this. We used to fucking <laughs> fire up. We'd bring a story in. We'd have fucking. Now we're like, oh, what do you want to talk about, bro? Well, I can tell you this, bro. Self, are you? I you know what I am, this. dude. I can tell you what. I can tell you this. I'm a bro. I work I'm for a like bro. for like ten hours a day. I'm I have a, a ten hour a day job where oh, I work. Fuck. These stories are and already I, they're already boring. And this week I was sick. Fuck. And I still, for the last episode, brought in everything. Oh my and god! And you brought a pile of it's dicks. That's first off, a fucking a little pile of dicks. And you said, "Hey, what yeah, about that?" And I yeah. said, "That's I not." Bro- I brought a fucking I fucking, air quality. I <laughs> I went out. You just blew. I fucking. It, I went out and I cut off a bunch of dicks and I bring them onto a plate and I expect you to be stoked about that. I went out into the world and did something. I cut some men's dicks off, put them on a plate, cleaned them off. I didn't fucking get in a pony. I didn't take I didn't take my pussy into a pony. But what I did do was cut a bag of dicks, clean them off, and lay them out like so much white asparagus at a nice restaurant. I put a creme sauce on there. A creme sauce. What a creme sauce. Would you like a creme sauce? I think you would enjoy your creme sauce. You're listening to Walking the Room. What? Have we stopped if you took? Are what? we done with those? What? Is that era over? It can be over. Uh, no, it's if not you over. Took. I just think that you shouldn't do it every time. Uh-huh. I, I feel like a pause is good. Or does that just mean I back? can't do it anymore? I can't no, do it No, you can't time. ever do it because you the First one off, you did two weeks ago. The best. People loved it. People are fucking no, horrified. They loved it. All the comments were like, Jesus Christ, I had to turn <laughs> off the fucking show. <laughs> I guarantee you we just dropped out of the fucking pod mass best of because of that. I haven't even read it yet. Oh, no. But did you, we, how we could we not? I know. Dude, I cut it. And you know what? Did you I cut it, it down. I edited it down. <laughs> I realized that. Because I was listening. I thought it was. And it was so. F- it, it just kept. People don't know. Yeah. It kept going. Did we do the part where you drink the pus and then. Oh, sp- shut the fuck up. <laughs> I cut that out. And then there's a splatter no, 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 dump. No, 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 no. There's a no, splatter no, no, dump. No. And then, because you never got to the smell. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, there's a woman uh, whose name I, uh, I'm not going to use. Uh, not because I'm putting her down, but I just want to use it. She's writing a book about, uh, she writes for a magazine called Marie Claire, and she's writing a very serious book about women in comedy. And she's done a ton of research, and she called me the other day. Well, and... that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm not even going to argue. What are you... I will not argue. Yeah, yeah. she was talking I... to the ladies of comedy, and she called you. She I, tried? I, absolutely. She tried. I, but both times we've talked, I felt like she's come at me with this angle of like, can I get you to scandalize? Can I get you to like? So she said, "Now, you said last time because is scandalize in, in, a word in our first it is now, bitches. <laughs> Can you scandalize? Have you scandalized? Listen, listen to me. When building a dollhouse, you've got to put some creme right on different... it. That's a different. Put some creme. Put some. That's a different. I'm putting my. That's cre- not the right guy. I'm Who's this scand- guy? I'm scandalizing. Who's this guy? He doesn't work in dollhouses. <laughs> he wants to go work in dollhouses. He doesn't work in he's, little big dollhouse explanations. Scand- Get him the fuck out of here. Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> he saw Project Runway and he was scandalized. Just so scandalized. So she, uh, in our original interview, which took place about a year and a half ago, 
I alerted her to Laura Keitlinger, who's uh-huh. not in her book. She Fucking said, hilarious. Who are the, who, she said, when you were starting out, one, who are one the, of the, who are the... One of the top... One of the best comedians, period. Just, yeah, when, just she was awesome. start, when we were starting out, she was the fucking shiznit. She and kind I of use I don't throw shiznit. No, you don't, <laughs> man. I, I mean, but when, when you but Kylinger is like, she was so fucking absurd and funny and, and a dirty great joke writer. And so this woman was like, and so I told her all about Kylinger. So she did her research, and then she called me up and she said, "So when do you think was Sarah Silverman around?" Like she was trying to get me to say that Sarah Silverman had taken Laura Kylinger's thing. We all have people that we idolized. And when you start doing stand-up, you are you. When we in our particular crew of our of our particular group, the women in our group were the were the ones that a got famous first. Yeah, they got famous first. Yeah. They were the ones that that popped. Yeah, Janine, Margaret, Margaret, Kathy Griffin, fucking yeah. Keitlinger actually was pretty popular at the time. Uh, Sarah, like those are the people that really actually became stars first before. Yeah. Your Zacks and your and your David Crosses or whatever. Anyway, yeah. so, but but she was trying to get me to say, she was trying to get me to like she was going. So did they? Were they? Did she ever see? Like did she see Sarah? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm not gonna play this game well, with you. Uh, well, I'm not of gonna, course she did. But, but, but what do you fucking want? But you want, she wants you to go. Yeah, she stole her. Well, fucking that's thing. what I felt like she was trying to get me but to she say. She didn't steal her thing. Nobody stole anybody's thing. You know, Sarah came in and did her own fucking Sarah Silverman. Who we're talking about? Sarah came in and did her own fucking thing. Then I said to her, and I gave her this I big chunk we were for her about book. Sarah what? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. An actress. I fucking love comics. They're just comics to me. The thing that the thing that I think is interesting about those girls is that, like, unlike to unlike, and at the time, everybody did a about a fifteen minute act that could get them on television. And Janine, Sarah, Laura Keitlinger, Bonnie McFarland, some of these other people did acts that were completely inappropriate for television and would not get them sitcoms. And those I, women did not play to that. I they, mean, Sarah eventually. The, Sarah eventually. The the universe came around and gave Sarah a show. But there was no way you could give Sarah a show, just based on her act. No, but they had to play to the guys to be accepted by the guys. Like, there's a whole fucking. That's a whole thing. But don't you feel like, like we they, all do? I mean, everybody's playing to the back of the room. I mean, you have to play to other. Like we all played to other I dudes. I think the female comics, especially at that time, had to do it a little bit more. Possibly. Possibly, but I also think that they were. I also just think that like everybody's trying to fucking make Dave Attell laugh, and everybody's trying to make the fucking guy at the back of the room laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everyone's trying to make fucking Louis laugh or David Cross or whoever's in the back of the room. Like you, you. When those people are in the room, you're aware that like They're you're the walking the, the dog bits, just gonna suck until you talk about the dog being raped. Wait, what? I don't know. What that, <laughs> I don't know what that sentence meant. Oh I lo- I got lost. Well, so y- it's better. Look. <laughs> When a man goes on a walk with his dog, and the dog, and the dog doesn't necessarily want to go on that walk, doesn't mean that I'm not confessing some shit right here. How are you? <laughs> Let's put a cream sauce on it, if you wouldn't mind. So, what if I could spoon? If leave, I could spoon it on you, I left you it. Leave it with I this? left it. I left it. I actually said I'm not going to say anything that makes anybody not look good. And what was her response? Okay. Really? Yeah. She was just trying to. I mean, look. The problem with all things is they have to have some sort of scandal in them, otherwise they can't fucking sell. You know, that's like, you know, they're trying to look for angles. They're trying to find, like... Because I do feel like Laura Keitlinger was missed on some level. Laura Keitlinger was a better comedian than most of us. Yep. And and hasn't received the accolades. She's like the Dave Anthony of... No, 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 no. No, no, she no, no. she's is... way she's way more fucked up than you. <laughs> she's Laura Keitlinger is a basket. Did I ever, did I ever she's tell a this, basket of weirdness. Did I ever tell the, and the story about when I was at an audition and a guy was hitting on her? No. Okay. So, so by it... the way, go and if you if you're wondering, take a pause this and go find some Laura Keitlinger on YouTube or wherever you can find it. She's fucking awesome. So. Uh, you you know what Al-Anon is. Al-Anon is a program where people go because they are have a family member or someone they love who's an alcoholic and they have a hard time dealing with it, so they go to this program. So I knew a guy... Help some deal. Help some deal with it. So I knew a guy who did not know an alcoholic in his life, but was going to pick up chicks. Outstanding. So, because there's a there's a Saturday morning meeting that's mm-hmm. it's called SAG Anon because it's full of actresses. Yep. 
and actors, and it's a very good-looking meeting. And so he would go there and pick yeah. up on women. Yeah, well, because let me tell you something. that You do, I mean, look, I've been to a few. A lot of vulnerable. Oh, yeah, 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 There's yeah. a lot of wounded deer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can fuck a wounded deer with your knife. You take a Bowie knife. No, 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 no. You run it along the back of a deer. No, 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 Right? You open it up. No, 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 You gut it. You get inside that deer, and then you say, do you want a creme sauce? Sorry. I don't know why anybody listens. So they don't. Trust me. So he was doing that, and he told me, and I was like, dude, that's the worst thing and I knew him through acting, like he was an actor guy, and, uh, and but he was he was going bald very quickly. Oh, that happens. And so he was kind of getting uh, in on work, but he wanted to be a comedic actor, and he wasn't that funny. But he was getting work, and blah blah blah. So uh, he loses his hair, and now he's like basically completely bald. It's just on the sides. So he's shaving yeah. it. And he and I'm like, how come I don't see you at auditions anymore? And he's like, my fucking hair, dude. I don't. I can't even get commercials anymore. I'm I'm bald. And he goes, my agent wants me to get a rug. And by that, he just means like it for his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> his agent's incredibly stupid. It turns your out, let me get a lot happier. I got one. I got an area rug once. I really liked it. It turns out he was talking about like an. Uh, a 1983 ladies bush. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. Yeah, like a, like a oh pube God. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yourself yeah. a merkin. <laughs> what? A merkin. Is that what it's called? That's what the bush, that's what the bush don't, rug is don't, called. Don't, when you tell the I story padded. of your, of the fucking lady bush, <laughs> I do padded. not pat your fucking <laughs> groin. I'm patting You creep. Right I'm you are a creep. Who tells a story of a lady bush and fucking pats their fucking cock? What is wrong with you? <laughs> what if you came to bed with a spoon and what? said, "Would you like some? Would you like some of my cream?" God damn it! <laughs> if you came to bed with a spoon and offered la creme, nobody likes you. I know. <laughs> There's not a human being. I'm on not an aware of Oprah that. Oprah once wanted to give you a fucking television show, and now <laughs> look at you. You're in a closet talking about dollops and <laughs> taking crems of spoon to fucking. You are like you are like the story of a man gone mad. It's kind who of had true. it and went batshit fucking crazy, and now look what you're doing <laughs> amongst the shoes. But I do spit golden awesome. So, I've been dating this guy. <laughs> okay, so what was I fucking talking about? What? What did? What did? Ah! <laughs> he shaved his head. Okay, so he shaved his head. He couldn't get any work. So he and he's the kind of guy that that relentlessly hits on women. Like he never can't stops. stop himself. Right. And and he does it in such a way that you're like, does that ever work? Because it's so fucking stupid. Right. Like he just he's very bad at it, but he's relentless. How about this, ready? Like let, let me do it, let me do it, ready? Yeah. Hey, what's happening? Yeah, I totally you? see my cock in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he does? It's a little How does that slower work? than that. It's a little, it, there's a, it's a okay. little more pace to it. <laughs> How you doing? Good. Uh, are you here uh, for the audition? Yeah, yeah. I could I totally see my cock in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little more, yeah. right. So... He gets uh he gets the rug. Yeah. And I start seeing him in auditions again, but the rug is fucking terrible. It's it, a terrible. Is it awesome? He can't afford a nice rug. They're it's hard. They're just... hard. They don't look good. When something's not Do they act... ever look good? No, if something's not actually coming out of your head, it's sitting on your head. That actually looks like a thing. <laughs> Remember I told this story before. You know I had I had a guy, I had a my professor in college. I think I told you this. I had my professor in college, my the guy that was the head of the theater department at the University of Oregon, a fucking fantastic dude. But he wore a rug, and he had three of them. He had... I'd switch them up? He, yeah, it went like this. He had medium hair, yeah. long hair. Oh. I just got a haircut. No, no, no. Yes. And, and But you and can't... And then you would say, did you just get a haircut, Bob? And he would say, yes, I did. Would you say, yeah. uh, hey, did you just lengthen your hair, Bob? <laughs> God, dude. dude, your hair seems to be getting... It's so weird. Switch them out. It's like one day it's super short, then the next day it's medium length long. Dude. But he would do it over a period of time. Like He got. He, he must got, have had... No, he got talked into the sell-up. He went to the wig <laughs> store, and the dude was like, oh, you don't want just one wig, Bob. You got to get the long and the short. He got talked the into the sell-up. Sell That's amazing. He got, he got talked he got into the sell-up. He got, he got, <laughs> motherfucker got wigged up shit dude he did he, he totally did. did and the other thing was 
He could have had any hair color he wanted, and he picked strawberry blonde. <laughs> like, he picked this really, really bad strawberry blonde. He could have any pictures. Was it curly at all? What was no, it? No, it was flat. It was like it was like the, it had that tr- kind of Trump shape, that roundish shape, where it's like you couldn't kind of tell. Like even even when it was pretending to be hair, you couldn't tell from where it came from because it seemed to have a root. It just seemed to swirl around his head. So it was like a sleeping cat, right? Oh, and so fuck. he had three sleeping cats. He had baby cat, medium. <laughs> cat an old cat and then he would say he would say he would tug it and say i gotta get this cut letting us know that there'd be a new wig tomorrow no 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 so there was another guy in the theater department who used to the reason we know this is there was another guy in the theater department the guy who did uh who was who taught you how to build sets and stuff set director and he was awesome he was hilarious and he got his wigs from the same place and he would tell us about him but he would come in to our class but he was he honest would, about his wigs not only that he would come into our class when he when he wanted to talk to bob and he'd pull his wig over to the side and down <laughs> so he'd fuck up his own wigs and come in it was the weirdest fucking game oh, these guys played. media dude he got what did he get he sold up he got he got wigged up. He sold. He got up. wigged up. They sold yeah, up. This, yeah. That guy fucking that guy, that dude, that day the salesman, fucking went in, said I did three today. Three. Got the fucking bonus. Did some blow in a shitty hotel yep. room and drove his car into a tree. Exactly. Because it was the eighties. What you did, fucking, right? And he fucking sold up. Okay. He fucking sold three. Weeks. He's probably still telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> this son of a bitch bought. And I gotta tell you something, dude. He didn't even buy high end. He, bought, he came wait. in for one. He came in for a brunette. No, dude. One solo dude. wig. Dude. I sold him three straw. The ones in the back, the dude. strawberry blondes from the back. Dude. He sold those. Dude, not only that, he didn't buy strawberry blonde. He bought that one we call RB5, red blonde. <laughs> like, it's so shitty, we couldn't even call it strawberry blonde. It was called red blonde five. He bought red blonde five, red blonde seven, and red blonde nine. They'd been sitting in the back room for nine years. Dude. No one was going to go near those. Dude, I used one for Halloween. They were horrible. If, let me just say. Whoa, dude, I, what about our show, Wig Shop? <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Guys selling wigs. Dude, Guys show. Wigs. That's a play. That's a Broadway motherfucking oh my God. play. Please, please, can we please have a play? A wig can Shop? please do we'll a Wig Shop. You and me in the How back just talking about Wig Shop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do Wig Playwrights, shop. let's do it. Wig Shop it is. We'll, uh, if I ever go bald. You know, we'll be in New York. Uh, what wig shop? Why don't we do wig shop? We gotta do a little bit what? of wig shop on Broadway. Fucking, no, but we'll be for, we'll audition it at Starfish Circus Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Get some big motherfucking producers out, and in the middle, that's of how thing, you want to kick the show off. We'll come out wig shop, do like three or four wigs on stage, right? Bunch of boxes, and then you and me in the back, and we'll make it. We'll do it like American Buffalo. <laughs> You'll be a drug addict. It's gonna be awesome. Fucking wig shop. Look, if I ever go bald. I'm going like uh, English judge. Yeah, oh, just a fucking white, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, crazy, yeah. and not just cruise around like that. That'll be my thing. <laughs> oh my god, are you bald? What? Totally. How could that? What I would be the hippiest yeah, hipster no. of all fucking hip time. I'm telling you, I am telling you. Yeah, no, you'd go full Linus. <laughs> the, that guy. I wish I could remember his name too. I feel like his name was also Bob, but he, the guy in the theater department, would wear judges' wigs. And yeah, he and he would sometimes just take his wig off. He would occasionally. He was fucking genius. Every once in a while, there'd be something he'd write on the chalkboard. Then he'd take his own wig off and clean the board with this fucking wig. And then put it back on and wear it That's around. That's awesome. He would take his wig off, but he would wear it around. And and then Bob had guy three wigs he a, took very seriously. I had a teacher who did that with his foot. <laughs> oh my god! Take his foot off, dude. In the play, our boss has to have an artificial foot. <laughs> clomp, oh. step, clomp, step, <laughs> clomp, step. Oh my god! The play's going wigging out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to our story. Yeah. So now, dude got a wig. Here's the other thing. You bring up the strawberry blonde thing. If you're getting a wig, get the same fucking hair color. You know as, what I mean? As, because uh, because you can tell when someone colors their hair. Right. So if you're going with a different wig, you're just bringing more attention <laughs> to that shit. Like, right. take it down. So what, try, to, so, try to fly under the fucking so, weather, man. So judging by this, like, what color was this dude's hair originally? It was brownish. Brownish. Like a dirty blonde. Or like a brown. Like a brown. It was like a, a brown. brown. And what did he choose? Reddish, reddish, not like not like bright red, it. but it was yeah. like it was like a red tint. It was not. It yeah. was fucking crazy looking, and it was so cheap looking. It was fucking. But whatever. He's got to work, and he booked a couple of commercials with a wig. 
Fine. He did. I'm all, yeah, yeah. I'm, Are you people... telling me that I've seen commercials where dudes don't have their regular hair? I know. I don't love it. Next thing you know, I think you tell me there's movies with guys <laughs> oh like God. Matthew McConaughey that have fucking wigs on. Oh, no. Um, Does he have something going on? He's got maybe a situation happening, right? McConaughey? I've always heard that he's, I, I remember watching uh, that, well, there's a movie a long time ago where he was, uh, he was a, uh, played a lawyer in the South and there was oh, an yeah, angle. Oh, yeah, Time to Kill. Yeah, there yeah. was an angle. Where you could just see the top of his head, that shit was just glistening in the fucking light. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Well, that dude's that dude's basically bald yeah. or about to be bald, yeah, and, yeah, now, yeah. and now he's just cruising around with a big old head of hair. Yeah, yeah. He might be. He might. He might have gone to Plugtown. Yeah. PT. Here's the thing: in that fucking one science fiction movie, he shaved his fucking head bald, and he's still. Yeah, the, he's the still, dragon one. Yeah. It's not a science fiction movie. That's from the fucking future. Oh, is that? Oh, oh. there are two people oh. who can kill dragons: Wait a minute. Christian Bale <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey, and it's fucking real. God damn it! I People, that's I love I, that goddamn movie. I forgot that you called. put dragons in a fucking that's movie. Good. I know. Was, I'm in. I'm that, in. What was it called? What was it called? Yeah, was it? The, it was called. Uh, it wasn't called the Dragon Rain Fire. of Fire. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and it was they, good, right? And they, were, and they had to cut but tons of was, shit out. You know why? Because why? hoof and mouth disease broke out in Ireland where they were shooting it, oh. and then they couldn't go around and shoot all in all the locations, so they had to fucking cut the movie down. It didn't make as much sense. Ireland. You fucking ruined a dragon movie. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you're my people and everything, but you, you, we, you know, yeah, fuck you fucked that shit yeah. up. So dude had a red wig. Dude has a red wig. This is the longest. It's awesome. I mean, for it. Dude, we came in here with nothing. We came in here with less than nothing. We were staring at each other like two scared. dudes. Right? Scared. How many more scared. days on the island are we going to fucking share these well, the, stories? The back end of this podcast is going to be terrible. So, no, I think maybe we just go, just run this thing, run this bitch run 30 minutes. the fucking ground. Just take it into the ground. Okay. So. He's got the reddish hair. Yeah. And whenever I see him at auditions, I can tell who he is from the back. <laughs> of course. Right? There's yeah. no doubt. It's right. just a fucking crazy red hair. A little, right. little bit of a mullet situation going on. Like, it's not shaped well. Anyway. So I walk in, and I see Laura Keitlinger, who yeah. I don't really know. I've never really met. i just seen her do stand-up, and I've never really... We've never really spoken. And you had just done a show with her somewhere. It was right after you did a show with her. You asked her to come on the podcast. I don't remember what happened. But... Oh, right. We were in New... I we, we, she and I worked together in Atlanta. Yep. Yep. So. Jill got to get her on here. She'd be a great fucking guest. I walk up and she's auditioning for this commercial. She's filthier than either of us have ever been. Oh, I'm sure. My God. Jesus Christ. Are you fucking kidding me? She's dressed up like a mom because she's auditioning for some mom part. And there's a dude in a fucking wig next to her doing the full court press. Just going just hitting on her yeah. like fucking crazy and i am like and so i i i'm from i'm from from my perspective i walk in and i go there's one of the most super cool comedians like just awesome totally the opposite of what you're trying to go after like she's not ever going to go for bad actor dude in wig like that's just not her oh. fucking game and also even if it was the fucking press you're coming with is he just desperate he, it's oh. just so bad it's just that hitting yeah. on style yeah. where it's so fucking obvious yeah. and it's so fucking stupid yeah. and your attempts to make conversation are so fucking yeah. lame and you're talking to one of the wittiest people on the fucking and planet plan, and is he laughing at himself too I no he has no idea and so I no, but I mean like when he's telling when he when is, is his come on a funny come on like is he like telling he's jokes he's trying to but yeah. it's bad yeah. it's fucking bad everything about it is bad yeah so I'm like just now I just sit back and I lean against a pole and I go I go just don't man and he turns around and he looks and I go, I go, it's just, it's just not, I, you can't. I go, it's not, it's just weird. And he's like, what? And uh, he's trying to play it off. I'm like, eh, no. I was just like, no, dude, no, no, don't. And I just kept doing that. Is he one him. of those dudes? There are those dudes that you literally can catch in the middle of it. And they're like, all right, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, totally. No, he me. just keeps going. Oh, no, he's, he's no. He just keeps he fucking doesn't, going. He's not even going to acknowledge he's it. He's still with the fucking full court press. And what is she doing? And she is just being very kind yeah. and nice and not yeah. being like, dude, get right. the fuck away from me. You're fucking hair. Yeah, you're yeah, an yeah. idiot. You have no wit. Yeah. She just is the nicest person about she's, the whole no, thing. No, she's very, she's actually a genuinely kind person. But she also, she acknowledges uh, you. The thing I like about her is that she acknowledges everyone as though they're almost retarded. Yes! She she actually talks. That's like what she, she was she doing. She nods and listens in a way that, like, she's one of those... She's he got, would, he she would say he would say something like, uh, oh, man, we should, uh, you know, you like uh, you like to get a drink? We should go, uh, go across the street and maybe grab a burger and, uh, and we'll get and have a couple of beers or whatever. 
oh, that's such a good idea. I actually can't do it. Like, she would respond yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 Like, being nice to him instead uh, of going, dude, yeah. crazy yeah. fucking hair guy, get she, the fuck away from she me. She would actually say things like, oh, you flatter me, and I'd love to yes! do that. But I, I really have to go to this audition and then run as far from you as possible. <laughs> yes! Because I'm terrified at the possibility. Yes. However, the thing with Keitlinger is if you do offer her a drink, she will go. <laughs> think about it is. He did read that part right. I'm not saying anything, Laura. Okay. So, we got to get Keitlinger in here. So Just got to have it. She turns around and I go, I go, that was hilarious. We never actually formally met, but I'm, I did the podcast with Greg Barron. She goes, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she leaves and I turn to him and I go, dude. You you are out of your fucking. Can you even see what you're hitting on? Like, do you even have any? I go, you're fucking out of your tree. And he's like, what? And I'm like, that was so retarded to watch. I didn't know what to say to you. Like, it was so baffling. It was like watching a dude hit on a nun because it's so fucking inappropriate. She's so out of your fucking league as a human. Like, I just laid into him, and he was like, what? Ha ha ha! You guys want to go out sometime? And I was like, no. Oh my god, that's hilarious. He has no clue though. That's no, the thing. No fucking. I mean, clue. dude wears a red wig. Like when dude has an opportunity to replace his hair and he goes red, that's a guy done get it completely. Does it snap but on? I'm not, I Does don't, it snap on? I don't know. Yeah, guys don't. What do, do you that? mean snap on? Dudes will put a bolt in their head. They'll put a bolt. What like, are you talking about? Like that means res- you can never yeah, not wear it. The they'll put the fucking they will put Is it under the skin? Yeah, like or maybe just right on top. So they'll it's like the, snaps on top of the head. That's exactly right. They'll put the they'll put the vagina part on top so that you can put your so you can snap in to it. Yeah, but that means they can the never female, not wear the it. The female. Yeah, but they also don't have to worry about the wind. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they can no, never not. Wear. Yeah, they Wait, can but you shit. But now then you got four bolts in your head. Here's the deal: being bald is cool. It, and yeah. show business is the only place where people are like you gotta have fucking hair. But you can, if you're not auditioning for a commercial or trying to get a part. You fucking walk with your bald head. I think that's what he does. I don't think he cruises around with the wig all the time. I think he just wears it to audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you if you did that, like if you knew, like I'm a bald dude, and when I go into audition, I wear hair, would you then hit on women with the fucking hair on? No. Right? No. No, because I'll never forget this story. This girl was talking about, this girl I waited tables with years ago, and she said, man, I had the worst experience. I'm with this dude. I meet him at a bar. We're totally fucked up. We go back to my place. I'm letting him go down on me because I haven't had it in a long time, and I'd love to get my pussy ate. That's what she said. She actually said, let me get my... I don't want to be here right now. She said that. I go, oh, that's interesting. She said eight, too. Yeah. She goes, we're doing it. I'm drunk. I'm up on the thing. And she goes, and I'm starting to have an orgasm, and I reach in. Nope. And she goes, no. and I thought I tore his fucking head off because I grab onto his hair and it just comes off in my hands. And now I think I'm holding the top of his head. Like it was, I was so drunk. It happened so fast. And I just oh rip his God. wig off right in the middle of my orgasm. I rip his no. wig off. No. Yeah. In the middle of my orgasm, I rip his wig off. Was he like, did he she like. Goes, I screamed. He screamed. He fell on the floor. It was awful. It couldn't have gone worse. So that was the end. That was the end. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they didn't keep going? No. No, she closed up shop. And I think he was probably done doing his work. He probably figured he'd done enough all day. I mean, can you imagine that? Oh, my God. We'll be right back. You're listening to Wig Stories. <laughs> To walk in the room, it is That's a it is a weekly podcast starring Greg Barrett and Dave Anthony. Let me say this. Nobody dies. Let me get. <laughs> I am going to unseam the from the nape to the skull. If you're listening to this, it's on you. <laughs> That's all I want to say to you, the listener. Do you know how many TV shows should open like a? That, that, <laughs> yeah, should, yeah, that yeah. should be Terra Nova. Terra Nova should be like, and, and and have you ever seen it? No. It's so fucking retarded. No. It's like, it's like they took a show out of the 80s, but it, it's like uh, uh, the planet is so overcome by environmental problems, and then they discovered a wormhole to go to another planet to live in a prehistoric world and start over again. And if you're watching, this is on you. And then <laughs> they kick you. off the fucking show. <laughs> they should do that. I like this season of Luther, which is a show you and I oh, both I like. Oh, I love Luther. We fucking both love it. It's Idris Elba, who was in uh, 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 it was in The Wire. 
and uh, Stringer Bell on the Wire. He is. Uh, uh, That's all you need to say. He was. A, he was one of the main dudes from the Wire. Yeah. You're fucking done. Anybody who was on the Wire, you're. But here's done. what's rad: is he's an English actor. Yeah, most of them were. And he's fucking unbelievable. He's show on BBC. They only do four, and it's a detective series. It's an hour. And uh, he's a fucked up detective, and he's English, and he's yeah, just, he's super it's fucked up. Fuck, and it's, it's so good, it's so fucking good. I was I was at an audition, and I saw Bubs, and I was like, oh my god, I've never wanted to take a photo with anybody in my fucking really? life. And there's Bubs, and so and and then he went into the bathroom, like I'm gonna wait around the fucking corner for him to come out. I'm gonna ask him. I'm not gonna sit in front of the bathroom. I'm gonna wait for around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out. And then he fucking went out the back door or some shit where you're not supposed to leave from. And I was just sitting there waiting for Bubs. He took a fucking shit and run. And I never got a fucking photo with him. No, it's because Punk? He's, yeah, because he was like, this fucking creep. And then anyway. I went into the fucking bathroom to see if a dude was still in the shit. <laughs> I mean, that's, oh, that's how so sad that story that's is. That's so fucked up. I was at the bathroom last night at the movies. And the dude next to me was got to be maybe 50-something. And he was standing next to me. You ever do this? Stand next to this guy? Uh... Oh, oh. oh. Fuck, I hate that guy. Literally, hang on. Because he, he, it's really quiet. But it's a, oh. Oh. During the pee. Like, he what was exhaling your pee. I don't know. Are like shapes coming out of it? Like, what the fuck is coming out of your cock? He's literally just like. I'm sorry, did you say shapes? <laughs> Yes. Like, I imagine that he's like pissing little stars and little rainbows. <laughs> like, it's he's half making if a coming. If you were pissing stars, you'd be going, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was half. But it was half like it was half pain and pleasure. It was like he was like part of it was like that like, uh, uh, and part of it was like that, that noise that you make right before you vomit when you're drunk. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You yeah, blow yeah, out yeah, air yeah. where you're like, oh dude, oh, bro, like it was just. <laughs> I wanted to just go, stop. I, I work the stop. office I work in. You have to take a key to go to the bathroom, but you have to take it from the receptionist. So the receptionist knows how long you're in there. So if you got to take a fucking shit or whatever, and you might be a limit, she knows who's shitting and who. I hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want someone to know how long I've been fucking in in there. Oh, like, dude, you I ever done problems? I could be giving myself an abortion. No, here's the worst. What about when you do when you drop an excellent pre-show and then you have to? But it, the, but the only bathroom at the club is the one that's the shared wafter. with you, right? The but fucking wafter, right? But it's yeah. it's shared by you and the rest of the club. Yeah. So that means dude waiting outside is about to watch your comedy, but he's going to smell your yeah. shit first. What I mean, about, for you, it's a double thing. What then about he's going to smell your shit after? Right. <laughs> what about this? Remember the old punchline in San Francisco? It's still the punchline, but I don't know if they fixed it. But if the door the door is fucking straight into the room, yeah. and if the door opens up, there was no little fucking no little guard, so people just see you taking a leak into the fucking like side shot of your fucking yeah. dick out. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If someone was in the audience, they could turn and look and see the comedian with his dick out peeing into the fucking. You're crazy. Yeah, yeah. And in your case, get their first solid laugh of the night. That's <laughs> <laughs> just that was fucking perfect. We have to pause for people on the other side of this podcast to laugh because that was perfect. <laughs> what were we talking about? We were saying if you listen to this, it's on you. No, what were it we is talking about you. in this segment. We were going to talk about. I was talking to. I had lunch with Patton in New York, and he 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 had this. He came up with this idea, or he just said, "Look, you ought to write a story. You should write about your life." I'm like, I think I've written enough books. He's like, No, 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 no. You should write about. Your fucking talk show. I've been listening to this show. Yeah. You should tell your talk show stories. You should tell your whole thing. Yeah. Your whole journey. Yeah. So I and fucking... I thought you. I've been thinking you should do something about behind the scenes for a while because no one has ever come out. Because most people who who go into that world right. want it. They want that talk show. They want it to be that creepy and weird. Yeah. They want all that shit. No, they do. They want it. But that was not what we ever wanted for that well, show. We thought we were mistaken. So if you're not familiar. I, and I guarantee you, you're not, especially if you're a new listener and you were originally a fan of patents. You probably don't even know shit about me. But after the advent of the book that I wrote and the second book, I was handed a talk show, a daytime talk show by Sony. Uh, I was offered one by... Bad oh, move on their part. But Bad move. They spent <laughs> so much money on posters. It was almost like I gave myself... On a, one hand, they, they chose Blu-ray. On the other hand, they chose you. <laughs> They look here. Here's here's the deal. So they they picked uh, they picked me and they uh, they uh, they said, hey, we think there's a great talk show in this. You 
popped one afternoon on an Oprah, and we think there's a series in it. Now, now I would like to say right here that when I was asked to come in, the idea of the show is completely different from what it would become. And there was like one time where Greg was like, there was this segment where this girl hated this dude's belt, but it was like his fucking belt, and he wouldn't stop wearing it. They've been together for a while, and the whole segment was about you talking to the dude, <laughs> like getting the dude to stop wearing the belt. Dude, here's great the thing. fucking like that kind of shit. It's like there's so no, no, much no, no. comedy, no, no. and you have so much fucking fun with it, right? And it was funny, but here's the thing. L- let's back this up just a little bit. So, I turned the show down for a year. I was offered a show, and I turned it down for a year. I was like, maybe something else will come up for me. Maybe I'll find something else too, because this isn't really comedy, and I don't really want to do it. Until Liz and I were in. Canada, Liz is the co-author of the book, and we did two nights in a theater, 750 people, sold out, women, and we just told the story of the book, and then we took questions. And this dude from Sony chased me down in the hotel lobby. Really nice guy, really decent guy. He's a sales guy, not a fucking TV producer. Yeah. Sales guy for Sony, but a big wig, John Weissman. And this guy goes, I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want with this show. Please do a show. I watched you last night. You're amazing. I think you're awesome. Make it your version of a daytime daily show. I don't fucking care. You have to take this deal. There's a lot of money on the table. Do, here, let me ask you this. You want to play with the big boys? Or do you want to fucking be on somebody else's team? Meaning, right. do you want to do a show with Oprah where you would be a part of her thing? Or do you want... And of course, who, who want to play with the big boys? I'm an idiot. Yeah, let's play with the big boys. Yeah. So I took the show... And my goal was, okay, I know they're going to want a certain amount of self-help, but then they're also going to want to, they're going to want me to be funny, right? That's what I do. Yep. No. No. No interest in you being funny. The only concessions they'd make is like, you can have a couple of writers and we can do some shit. So that was fucking basically- Which wasn't budgeted. And every time we would tell a fucking, we'd be sitting in the fucking room with a comedy idea, they'd be like, well, I mean, we didn't, we never budgeted for you guys. Okay, so, fuck off. I know. So anyway, so the point was the point was that, that it's a weird fucking world. There's a whole world. It's insane. Based on here's here's the difference between a talk show and a book. In a book, the person receiving I, the information. I, I think a lot of people know the difference between <laughs> no, no, talk... no, no. a book is something you read. A talk show is what made you out of paper. <laughs> Dave, if I don't tell them, no. When you are reading a book, you have elected, you have sought out your own help. You're like, I need help. You go to buy the book. And you go and you buy the book or you look it up or whatever. You're you're fucked up, read it. Right, but if you decide you're going to read it, you're actually curious about what's on there. When you're a guest on a talk show, somebody's going to surprise you with what's wrong with you (laughs) and then force it down your throat till you cry and they can go to break. And you might not even have a problem, but they needed to book a guest, so they are manufacturing some fucking nonsense. Absolutely! Absolutely! I mean... And when you see the tease for the show, it's going to be even more incendiary than what actually happens. Yes. This woman came on the show. Was this the problem? And then it shows a picture of a belt. And then it shows another person. You're like, fuck, that guy hit her with a belt. And what it really is is a story about a girl who wanted to get rid of this guy's belt buckle. Right? That's how they do it, right? Yes. This belt came between this man and this woman, right? And you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Holy Did shit. Did he hit her with that fucking belt buckle? Yeah. It's huge. And then it's like, she wants him to get rid of that belt buckle because it drives her crazy. And then, and then none of it was even true. I know. None of it was even true. So it's this horseshit festival, right? Yeah. And you kind of go, well, can we just do what Oprah does and have book authors on and, I don't know, just talk about stuff? No. Can we do, like, fun things like Ellen? No. You are spiky-haired Ricky Lake. Shut your mouth, but put on I, a vest, and let's go for I it. I will say this. When I started on the show, I I had an idea because of the way everyone treats Oprah, that she was somehow on this other level, and so I would have to I would watch other talk shows just to see what the deal was, and she was as fucking horrible as the rest of them. She would have shit on there that was fucking vile and awful, just like we had to do. Well, she she every, played that fucking game well, too. I mean, the, everybody has to do it. If you For want sweets. eyes on there, but also just if you want eyes on there, you have yeah. to go. This woman went into her basement. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. always starts yeah. like that. Now, granted, the difference between Oprah's show and mine is the horrible thing that happened actually happened to that guest. <laughs> Oprah was able to have people from Haiti on. Oprah was able to have stories that were yeah, real. Yeah, 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 I yeah. mean, granted, there's some intense shit, and but they have to do that. Like, do you think Oprah didn't come in and go, "Fuck, are we doing rape again?" Like, she gets it too. Yeah. It's it's that's what that whole genre is, and what the daytime requires. It's like people want to hear that their lives are are better. It's like the reason people listen to this podcast. They want to know everybody else is way more fucked up than Did them. Did you see the tweet I put up the other day about the? My wife sent it to me. The Doctor Oz 
show. It was just the description of it in the No, what guide. did it say? Today, Dr. Oz puts overweight women, locks overweight women in a zoo to get them to stop eating. Oh, my God. Dude. dude. I mean. No. Hey, seriously. It, he, <laughs> and he, he sat outside. He sat outside that zoo and he wept for himself. And he was like, I was once a fucking doctor. That is. Dude, I flipped on. So no. I, I never. My, here's, here's two things where I, where I went wrong. Number one. Never watched daytime television. Yeah. Now, if you, me, not, 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 yeah not, by the way. Yeah. By the way. And to be fair, Dave. There are people, and I've met lots of them because I travel, there are people that liked our show yep. and liked us. So I'm not putting you down if you liked our show. What I'm saying is I was never a fan of daytime television, so I didn't understand what it was. Yeah. That's that's the real thing. The other thing is is that the, the, the whole reason daytime sh- television exists is to sell low-end merchandise. Yeah. Right? It's to- it, that, that whole thing, Yeah. It's just like to sell like- Horseshit. Yeah. And fucking horseshit. A lot of it's and it's a fucking okay. There is a game called World of Warcraft, and it's this big role playing game, and all these people fucking play it. Right. And and you can buy things in the game, so people will make like a special weapon or whatever it is, and and they'll get make it better and better and better, and then they can sell it. Yes. And so in China, like people have actually created these insane warehouses where dudes are playing the game for 20 hours straight and then they get a four hour break to go sleep and then they go back and they're basically making fucking shit in the game that they can then sell or the company can then sell and it's like this slave situation and that's what a talk show is. <laughs> oh my God. People don't know that there are producers fucking living there sleeping on the goddamn yep. fucking floor running around to get a goddamn show made and then it's all a fucking lie. It's so crazy and the worst thing is, is that you'll be in the control room. You never got to see this. I saw this all the time. You'd be in the control room and there'd be a guest on and you'd have certain points you're going to say and certain yeah. fucking shit you're going to get out. Right. And then when she would start to cry, when the guest would start to weep, the, everyone in the control room would be like, yeah! Yeah, yeah, and yeah. This big cheer would go up, and you'd be like, "That's the opposite reaction of that's <laughs> no, you're not, you're, but that's a horrible opposite reaction." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. It's like that was a producer. If a producer could get blood, like, <laughs> and a lot of times the producer would make the story up so that they just saved their own job. Yeah, and you'd be out there, and you would say to the person, "So when you cheated on your husband, I didn't cheat on my husband. Yeah, you know, you told our producer that you you cheated on your husband. I never cheated. On, I didn't know. We came here to get." No, we came here to get Dodgers tickets. What? <laughs> we were told that if my husband talked about, he would get Dodgers. Like, literally, like, and then I would have to shut the whole show down and go, hang on. I would always run to the side and go, what the fuck? I know. So it was, just, it was just this weird, it's this weird, the, the, here's, the, here's the this. sad part. This is the point I was trying to make. Fuck your point. That's weird. Every once in a while, we generally, like, I genuinely, here's how stupid I am. I was like, maybe I could really help people. Maybe that I is, could really, genuinely. It's television. It is, but no, but I thought, well, look, if these people really have problems and we have access to money or we have access to therapists we or we have, have access, access to money, really. right? But we had enough where you could go, maybe I could do something. Like maybe I could really fucking make a difference. Like that's how fucking naive I am. And I was like, maybe you could really make a difference. Every once in a while, you'd get somebody on there and you go, this person is actually in pain and they were dumb enough to call a talk show first. Yeah. That's the other thing is people actually would call a talk show first going, I don't know where else to get help. Really? Have you never heard of a doctor or a therapist? <laughs> right? Now, some people genuinely want to just be on TV. Some people actually believe. A lot. But, here, but here's the thing, Dave. There were people that would come in that would believe that I had answers for them. And then you're like, fuck, this is real. Like, it's not real for the producers. It's not real for fucking Sony. It's not even real for you. But I'm sitting there with another human being who's going, so you can't help me? And no, I'm, like, I'm a comedian. I'm like, I wrote a book about dating. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I, but I, I also, was... but then I wanted to, I got fucking attached to people, dude. Like I felt fucking shitty. And and then I started to get mad because I was well, like, but people, but that you had already lost the plot at that point. I mean, no, thing... I didn't want to play the game. Like, I'm like, I'm in this game. I only have the only thing yeah, I have left you, is my was, integrity. We went into it. You had already lost the plot. You went into it with the idea of doing like a hybrid show where some of it was real and some of it was not, and you weren't going to tackle these crazy, awful problems. Right. You can tackle small, smaller problems and stuff that's real, but it's not that 
It's not that fucking huge. Right, right. And it's not like I got to kick my daughter out of the house. Or, right. Or, 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 or I'm having a baby and the baby's black and my dad's a racist. Right, right, right. I specifically remember they pitched that to you and you looked at me and my response was, who oh, fucking cares at this point? Like, no, and, and I was the like, dude, look at me like, what? You actually just said that? I was like, yeah, it's fucking over. Like, this is now a fucking show of shit. So who, who fucking the cares? Thing, Go for it. The only thing we would do, and we, we had a couple moments, like we would do this thing that was really fun called the uncomfortable fucking phone call. It was a very simple, yeah. very simple thing where we would have that somebody make a phone call that everyone could hear on speaker. Yeah. And they would tell somebody something that they didn't want to hear. Always something like, look. I took $500 from your bank when I was a kid or whatever yeah. the, the stories were. And they were fun and those people were fun and they would sit there with you and stress about it and then I would fucking help out the call and then somehow we'd have like 500 bucks for that person. Yeah, We'd have some funny fucking thing like that shit was cool. There were some sketches that were okay. There were some things that were, you know, I also was like living a life of like, what am I wearing? The first day I met with them, <laughs> the first day I met with them, bro, I said to them, and I can show it to you. It's right fucking here, dude. It's right here. Let me show you something. The first thing I said was, let's do suits. And they're like, you're not the suit guy. I go, you know what? Those suits look cool. They look authoritative. They're easy. They're simple. They're like, no, man, you were like the fucking rock guy. So there were all those vests and all those plaid oh, things. Yeah. And so I was like, and I and I was like, all right, fuck, I'll try it. I'd never seen, I'd never been on TV longer than five minutes. Do you understand that? Yeah. I'd only ever been on, just like you, I'd only ever been on a late night television program. Yeah. I hadn't been on for an hour every day. Yeah. So as soon as I got home and the show started airing, I was like, oh, good God. <laughs> like that haircut that I thought that I had, that like in real life. But the point was like, like uh, I like the straight cats. Here, I got a fucking big Brian Setzer pompadour mullet. And then I saw it in real life. I was like, good God, that's got to stop. I now realize that you should have every segment done a clothing change at the break. And just gotten so start out with like a suit and just end up in like a fucking boa with a crown on. Like, oh my god, dude! Like just cause that kind of shit would have been so fucking great. Well, damn it. Also, also, I also that's where I started to understand clothing, and that's when <laughs> I started to check out. I was like, oh my god, here's the difference between fucking shit I, that I'm matters tell a story. and shit that yeah. I was in. This happened all the time. I'm in the. I'm in the in your dressing room, and they're putting your fucking clothing on. And there's a producer telling you about something that's like, so this woman lost her 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 son, and now she wants to reconnect with her brother, and they haven't seen each other in years, but the death of her son made her. And the producer looks at you and goes, Greg, and, and you're not paying attention because you're looking at ties. <laughs> Dude, I remember. She said something about cancer, and I put my finger up, and I literally, I literally put my finger up, and I said, let's go with the band outsider's tie. Let's go with that thinner tie, because I couldn't, I couldn't deal anymore. This is not what I signed up for, dude. I wrote a right look, and here's the here's the other thing about it. Look, can I tell the? I genuinely let me let me just say, say this really quickly. A couple things. Both books that I wrote, I wrote with women. Both books are written with with women smarter than me. Both books were the conception of those women. I love my part in the book. That's what I do. I tell people things honestly. That's all. And I and I and I use the 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 tools that I've been given through sobriety to say, hey, let's just deal with what's actually going on. No matter what it is. We do that on this fucking show. We're like, well, is your job shit? All right, well, fucking make a podcast. Go do something. Like, fucking, that's what we're doing. That's my gift is that I'm able to talk to people and I like listening to people's problems. I can do that. I'm not prepared to deal with cancer. <laughs> I don't know what to say. If we didn't have if yeah, we didn't but have if we hadn't had our had uh, uh, Stacy Kaiser on there, oh yeah, and if she'd been there at the beginning, I mean, we could have made a really good show but, if it had just yeah, been... but it should have never been that. You keep here's the, here's the fucking problem is you keep saying we could have made a good show on their terms. It should have never. That's the fucking problem is you got you did get partially swept up into that. It there should have never been Stacy's great, but it should have never been a fucking Stacy. It should have never been about that shit. It should have been it should have been like a fucking partially comedy, partially hybrid, never about serious shit show. And when you go there, you're already fucking lying to yourself. You just are because it should have never been that. That was that was oh, there is a possibility of making their idea good. No, it was never going to be good because you never deep down fucking wanted it. Stop lying to yourself, man. No, no, it's not that I didn't want it. It was that I didn't know how to get it. Okay, so listen. So you think to yourself, and this is the trade everybody makes. So listen to this because you just you just hit on an incredibly fucking, you hit on a very real point. Every every artist, and you hear this all the time, you hear this on fucking Marin show. Everyone has this experience where they think, oh, I'll be able to, f you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. So you're like, well, 
okay, I'll make this my show, but it has to start like this, and then it'll become my thing, and it never happens. Yeah. This is the perfect perfect lesson. We just fucking made this thing. We just made it. We just got in and made it. I'm not saying it's successful, but we've gone in. <laughs> no. I, it's it. No, but I'm talking to, I'm talking to you about like, no, like cre- no, creatively. I, creatively. Creatively, it's what we want it to be. A hundred percent. More than anything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. This in the band, like this is all, that's exactly how I envisioned it. This is what I want it to be. And it can get better, but I never fooled myself or decided. We never said, if we do something that's clean enough to get on blah, 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 then, then we can, then we can turn our podcast into something weird. We started off fucked up and we've stayed and we've gotten worse. It hasn't changed. And, and listen here. So, so when the show started and it turned into what it was, and we were always fighting for more comedy and we were always fighting to make it not like other shows. And we actually got a comedy segment every fucking, it wasn't the best shit because it was fucking had to be cranked out really fast. And there were two or three, no, three of us. And then two after. No, look, someone I got to go back and watch all 122 episodes. I guarantee you there's going to be stuff that's going to be cool. There's, 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 also, there's also, there was also some fucking awesome days where people had personal fucking breakthroughs and we figured it out. But it just was like, you're literally like, it's like, you, here's what it was. We got thrown into a jungle and about halfway through, we figured out how to get through that fucking jungle. But when we got there, we didn't have machete. Okay. Now let's just say this. The, the EP came in, I believe it was two and a half months in and said, oh my God, I get it. It's like a hybrid. Yes. Two and a half months into the show, it's already so over. it's already a fucking. Because here's what you learn about daytime talk shows: you get the first two weeks, and if your first two weeks aren't good, you're done. You're done. We were good enough to stay on for a year. The other part of it was, yeah, but remember when she sent the they, they also, canceled us, and she sent the email two months after we canceled and said, "Hey, we finally hit one point two, what we always wanted to get." Yes, our ratings are going up after getting canceled, and she sent that fucking email like, "Hey, you've already been fired, but isn't this great? Go fuck yourself." Well, here's the other thing too: they came to me and said we fucked up after it was all over. And they gave me all the suits. Did and they really? Yeah. Oh my God, no, they apologized. There was a big mea culpa. No, I, don't you remember? They I took Amir and I into a room and it was all the bigwigs at Sony and it was Melanie and they said, we should have, you're, you're just, this is what they said. You're smarter than anybody we've worked with. You had an idea. We didn't go with it and we blew it. And there's nothing we can offer you except for the rest of the wardrobe, which is about $34,000 worth of clothes. But that's Seriously? all we can do. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, you guys had it, but we just didn't get it. We didn't understand what we had or how to work with it because we do things. We make Ricky Lake. Now, <laughs> now, when now, so when you say that thing to me about you didn't understand, it's like, no, I didn't understand they make Ricky Lake and they wanted to remake it again. I didn't do enough, what's it called, due diligence. I didn't do, you know, uh, there wasn't enough like knowing ahead of time. No, I could have. And I also could have said, I could have walked out earlier because, you know, I also walked off the show. Yeah. And then they gave me a new producer. Like, I tried. I just tried too late. We both the walked thing, off the but show. But the other thing is, <laughs> here's the other other thing, though, too, to be fair. I saw the first episode of Rosie. I saw the first episode of Chelsea. I saw the first episode of Conan's new show. I've seen the first episodes of a lot of shows. I saw the first episode of Fallon. They're not good. No, they're never good. Even a fucking pro like Conan, that first Tonight Show, you went, yeah. this is going to have to get better. However, yeah. in my mind, I'm like... This guy's been to the dance. It will get better. Had they left that show on now, it could be shit hot. Could be. Okay. Maybe not. So, in the middle of the show, near the end of the show, uh, I am... So, the offices are in a building and the stage is next door. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking down the stairs from the office and I believe the first show has just ended and we're going to shoot a second show. So it's between shows. And the EP... That's the executive producer. Okay, sorry. The EP, Ray, comes running past me. And he goes, I need a comedy segment. And I was like, what? And he goes, for the next show, we need a comedy segment. We just lost a segment. He's like, what do you mean we lost a segment? I don't have I don't have 12 minutes of comedy just fucking laying around. He goes, I go, what happened? He goes, the guests have lice. And then he starts running upstairs and goes, don't tell Greg anything. And tears up the stairs. And I was like, that fucking, that, that encapsulates everything. So these people want to be on the show so fucking bad. It was a family that they, they made up their fucking problem. They came in and then the makeup people were doing their fucking hair and they discovered they had lice lice. and they had to get rid of them. They had to fumigate the fucking 
dressing room yeah. and the makeup yes. room. And they had then to, they, we had to come up with a comedy segment to fill that. Yes. And it gets better because a month and a half later, they got themselves back on the show with a different producer by lying about who they were. So they had created a different persona. They yeah. were a new family. Yes. And they still had fucking lice and they had to do it all over again. <laughs> they had to fumigate. They had to fight. They had to do it all over again. People don't fucking understand that 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 on Dr. Phil, and if you look really closely, you can see it. People have to have teeth put in their heads. Yep. People have to have like ears put on. No, like they're they, monsters. I mean, they're literally like they just people want to be on TV so bad. They get the drives of society. But it's not even that. It, most people with real problems go to real doctors. <laughs> they don't go someplace to get berated by that bald fuck with a mustache. And they don't get to see the spiky haired dude who's going to go, I don't know, wrestling cake. Like we started coming up with solutions for things. Like we poured bugs on that woman. And when we had the, the oh, yeah. brides wrestling in, like we, but then we had those fucking inspired moments. Like the time when I'm in the middle of having a conversation with the couple where there's three, the, 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 there's a couple and they're, they're newlyweds and, his be, and their best friend is sleeping on the couch and they want to get rid of him. And I'm saying, look, you guys, for, for your marriage, you've got to get rid of him. And then you just come fucking walking out in the same outfit that I've got oh, on, yeah. a jeans and vest, and you start hosting the show yeah. as I'm hosting it. Yeah. And it was fucking great. Like there were moments where I was like, we just had these absurd at least I remembered it's great. I didn't go back and watch a lot of this, but I remember thinking, fuck, this is fun. Like the, 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 there was something we had moments where you go, I could see doing this for a living. Yeah. I could see this being, you know, cause I can't say I totally hated it. I liked some of it. There were things I hated. There were things that I, what I was, what I, what I knew for a fact was I was taking a long boat away from where I'd been. And it was gonna take a long time to get back there because yeah. it was nowhere near comedy, comedy. No. Ellen puts on a, it's sometimes a seriously hilarious show that's being missed by uh, most of America. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I have watched segments, and also she's fucking funny. I don't think she's. Oh, the fucking dancing! Come on, I, uh, somebody fucking hobble that woman. I know, but she can be funny, dude. Genuinely, and she was a funny comic. She was, and now it's just you know what it is. It's forty-five minutes of dancing. <laughs> and then she comes down the stairs towards the camera. <laughs> And she comes in, she tells you a secret, and then she says to you, don't snitch. Now, we never had the don't snitch. We should have. If I get a new talk show, which will never happen, it's going to be a don't snitch. I'm going to get close into the camera, really close, and go, there's somebody else's blood on my pussy. You don't have a pussy. That's the other surprise. <laughs> Dude. Have a sex change and start over. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I mean, that's... There's what... no other way out of this for you. Cut your dick. Pull, get your dick inside out. Turn it into a lady part. And get out there, man. <laughs> dude, Are you fucking kidding me? I gotta get out there and start making it happen. Yeah. They'll let me host something, then. No, they won't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, over on... Are you talking about Meltdown? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're talking about Logo, bro. Logo, bro. Transbender. <laughs> this guy this guy got rid of his cock and went drinking what about transbender you're watching transbenders with greg barrett i am talking to these two trannies so about try, the belt i'm gonna try and put that experience into book form i don't know if it'll happen i think it's a good idea i think we should fucking talk about it who me and you yeah i don't want to talk to you about anything yeah i am on uh, i am going up and so i need someone else to be going down it's, oh dude but I need you to keep going down. I'm not positive I can go further. <laughs> I'm not positive. You've been listening to. All right. So uh, if you want to email us, walking the room at Gmail. Send your questions in. We'll answer them. Um, it's November 19th is the show. Will this go up before then or after then? No, we'll go before November 19th. November 19th is the show at Meltdown. It's a live, our first live pod cuddle. Yep. Uh, you can just get tickets by emailing us at walking the room at Gmail. Uh, that we have a get face them soon. They're kind of going. They're going pretty quick. Yeah, they're going good. Uh, you get uh, go to the Facebook page, uh, walking the room at Facebook, and uh, you've got a well, Tumblr page that is go is it tumbleweeds? What are we doing over there? Uh, do you ever, yeah. you ever do anything? Uh, everyone's wanting somebody to put something crazy on there because there's a lot of people, and then we're also going to have uh, very soon. It may, it may actually be happening now. I don't know. 
uh, Hot Dog Thunderdome. It's our own little society where we go in and we shiv people and leave them in the yard and let them bleed out. Yeah, we're gonna have our own forum. So we're gonna have our own forum, be, uh, and there are also we're gonna make announcements there. It's also gonna be a place where you can where you can help a street team when we're gonna go on the road. Because uh, we're going to try and make that happen. We are going to try and get these Starfish Circuses up and running in other places. And uh, Chicago's one we've been talking about. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll go back to San Francisco to do a Starfish Circus later in the year, but we're probably going to do a live cuddle there in January at Juno. Sketch Fest. We're going to go are to we Juno, doing Juno, Alaska. <laughs> well, no, we're, 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 no, 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 we're, no, no, no. You and I are going to go reenact the movie Juno in San Francisco. <laughs> Is that before or after Wig? Uh... Oh, dude, fucking wigging out. Is it before or after wigging out? Well, we got to go get our Tonys for that. I thought it was called Wigtown. It's either way. It's Wigtown. Wigtown. But yeah, the subtitle is Wigging Out. Yeah. Two dudes wigging out. A wigging out. I wish I had never been involved in this podcast. <laughs> oh my God, that makes two of us. Glitter done. Listen, yes. Dave, this this is uh, getting to be a problem. Can we talk? Yeah, sure. I just got to get my set. I'm sorry, what? Right. I, hold on one sec. Go ahead. What, uh, what's your points? I'm just going to go ahead and select something here. Listen, your baby seems to really like, it's like six to seven. Actually, Sweet yesterday driver. was eight times. My, my girlfriend. Really serrated. I want something what? serrated. I, don't, I can't understand what you're saying. Uh, so you got you guys are really like, we're living in a peaceful community here. My wife is uh, very upset. Girlfriend, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feels like a wife. Oh, God, I'm living in pain. Yeah, uh, she asked me to come down here and talk. Please stop it, you're an embarrassment. Just go and listen to this hipster shit, please.